What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with today, Mr. League of Cinephiles, Mr. Head Honcho, Mr. Alexander Helmer. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. You know, it's a, it's a day. We have the World Cup, and it's Sunday, you know, so we have football. Plus, we have, in a way, hockey. So Yeah, that is true. And my brother from another mother, Mr. JC. How you doing? Yo, yo. Uh, apologize for the voice. I'm going to have a little sore throat, but I'm excited to talk about The Mighty Thugs, one of my favorite kids' movies. Oh, yeah. This is this is going to be a fun one. We're celebrating the 30th anniversary of probably one of my favorite sports movies. Not the greatest sports movies, but one of my favorite sports movies of all time, Mighty Ducks. Uh, we're going to dive into it a little later but before we get into that we got we got to get into some news of the week so uh because uh this may not hit home for you helmer but i think it'll hit home for jc because he hasn't told me anything about it i'm sure i'm breaking the news to him but um it's been reported and confirmed by his trainer that jason david frank has passed away uh yeah i know i noticed i noticed when i i woke up real quick or in the morning just to do something but I haven't progressed and I haven't like posted about it yet, but when I saw that, I, I got real sad, you know, like Power Rangers was a big deal for me. And, you know, he was, he was the coolest person in that, in that show. You know, I, I mean, they, I mean, David could tell you, Elmer, like in that era, like everybody wanted to be. Him. Oh yeah. He had the, yeah. he had like, besides Kapowski, I think Kimberly was pretty much everybody's legit crush in the nineties. And it was like, you know, he had the girl, he was a badass. Yeah. He was kind of like, he had the looks. He had the girl. He had the best like costume out of all the Power Rangers. And yeah. I met him a few years ago. Very, very nice guy. Uh, it's been rumored. Uh, no confirmation yet by any outlets. Uh, his trainer did post that. Uh, Rest in peace, my brother from another mother. I'm still in shock. I'm feeling terrible. He called me, left a message, and I took too long. Jason was a good friend to me, and I will miss him. Uh, so it's been rumored that it, uh, he committed suicide. So uh yeah so no no confirmation yet so but his trainer did post a couple of hours ago regarding uh his passing so rest in peace definitely one of my all-time favorite heroes growing up so um and then last two bits of news are more on a positive light we got our first look at indiana jones 5 and harrison ford looks like he's about 145 years old uh helmer what do you what do you think of these first images I'm so excited, man. Uh, especially after reading the descriptions. Like it said that Mads Mikkelsen, who's, who looks really, really dope in the movie, it said he was like an ex-Nazi, like a Nazi uh, uh, NASA guy, mm-hmm. which is a really, really cool, like interesting concept. It seems like they're trying to, I guess, go back to, uh, I guess, twisting history in kind of their own type of Indiana Jones type of way, which is really cool. And then Boyd Holbrook is also playing a Nazi, which is like, whoa! I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't, I don't think anyone expected that. He's like you know, a really American guy. So th- these images look really, really dope. I'm really excited to see what it's about. I think this is gonna end off the franchise in a really good way. Despite Sp- Steven Steven Spielberg, his presence is gonna be all over this movie. I reckon. I feel like if you didn't know that James Mangold was directing it and not Spielberg, you wouldn't know it. At least that's what I'm predicting from uh, when I see the movie because he's still producing it and everything. So. Uh, I'm I'm so excited. 
Same here. Uh, JC, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm excited, but like you, he looks really old. The fact that it's taking place in 1969 is crazy that we're getting in Indiana Jones movie that's basically in the same year as Woodstock. That shows how old this character is meant to be. And you know, like the CGI to make sure that Harris to, to cover the Harrison Ford is not doing the stunts is going to be, hopefully it's not hilarious the way it looked. It tends to look at some of his other movies like Blade Runner 2049, but similar to Helmer, I'm, I'm positive it's going to end on a good note. Like James Mangle has been on a great run with Logan and 4B Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Even though Hugh Jackman is coming back for Deadpool 3, like technically, since it's not in the same timeline, he got his beautiful ending and and Logan, and I feel that that um James Mangold was most definitely gonna give Harrison Ford one the same way. It's like hopefully he's as beautiful as the Last Crusade was, which you know unfortunately mm. up now, but I feel yeah. it's gonna be something very poetic. As long as I just want any Yeah, same, same. I I expect good things. I like mostly everything Mangled's done except Girl Interrupted. I'm not a huge fan of that movie. Uh, it's, an okay, it's an okay movie. Uh, but yeah, very excited for that. And then the last bit of news is uh, two big names got honorary Oscars last night. Um, Michael J. Fox was one of them. And Diane Warren, who has been nominated about a hundred times. That was crazy. I, I saw. I saw earlier this week. I was like, "Damn, she finally got her Oscar, not the way she wanted." Yeah, I th- and and I bet you she gets nominated for a random song this year. I don't know what song, yeah, but yeah, she has one. I just can't remember the movie. Yeah, that it, like last year. You're the only person I know that saw the movie she was nominated for last year. Well, the which one was it last year's? Because uh, like the, year's- the the Glenn Close and uh, Mila Kunis movie. Oh yeah, Four Good Days. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Um, then the year before was the Christian movie. Yeah, they just love her. She's she, so I fully expected to just crash the party, even though she has her honorary Oscar. Uh, but yeah, good for Michael J. Fox. Very, very deserving for a wonderful career. Like I, I know, I know Helmer's favorite movie, how Michael J. Fox movie is Life with Mikey. So I, uh, I, I know you're a bit. Don't huge, even know what that is. Uh, JC, you know what that <laughs> is, right? It's, it's, it's actually part, it's, it's six pieces of show business. You might. You might you could give it a two point five or three. Yeah, that's a st- <laughs> it's a two. It's Thank a, you. Yeah, I feel like it's a two two point five so Homer like, special. Like, if you didn't grow up with it, you'll probably be like, yeah. But like to me, I, I thought it was yeah. alright. Yeah, same. I need to catch up on him. I, I've, I Teen Wolf has been on my list for a long time, so that's definitely one I need to see. Oh, and I need to see Back to the Future three, which I haven't seen. Either. I love Back to the Future three. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have you seen the American President yet? No, I actually haven't. I saw one of. Uh, I actually saw a clip of it in one of my uh, political science classes, but I and I was like, "Oh, this movie looks really good." And then, uh, but I've never actually seen it, and I'm, I'm actually really excited to get to it. Yeah, it's really good. Essentially, the American president is what led to the West Wing. If you've ever seen the West Wing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard because it's both Sorkin, right? The West Wing. Yeah, it's and, both Sorkin. Uh, yep, both Sorkin. Yeah. Alrighty, yeah, you see, you see a lot of the same actors. Yeah, yeah, you do a lot of the same actors in the what in the in American President in the West Wing. Um, all right, cool. So mm-hmm. before before we get into the movie, let's get into some of the things we watched this week. Uh, I have a lot of bad stuff I watched and <laughs> some good stuff, but I know JC, you've been catching up a lot on some of the Oscar but uh, hopefuls. But what do you want to run through? Um, give me one second. Well, I um I saw Bones in all which. I absolutely love it. I didn't think it was going to be possible because I love Call By Your Name, but I feel it is It is Luca Guadagnino's best movie. And I love that 
the way he blended horror and romance, like I thought I was gonna, you know, like the 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 the. I mean, it wasn't super controversial because nobody was boycotting the movie, but you know, everybody thought that there was gonna be too much cannibal horror. You know, where we're just gonna be over relying on it, like it's a spirit remake, which was very graphic. But he actually knew how to have a perfect balance between them. Taylor Russell, who I loved in Waves, is like if you don't have that girl as one of the best actresses of the 30, like you don't know movies. That she is phenomenal. Um then I saw I also saw um sorry, I saw the menu which Helmer did not oversell. That movie was incredible. It was like we all all three of us go to the movie so much. David goes more to press screenings, so he probably doesn't have to see the previews as much as me. Yeah, he's one of those did. elites. He doesn't go to the movie but, theaters anymore like we do, JC. <laughs> I do. Unless it's white everybody usually doesn't have to worry about previews, but but me and Helmer have probably seen that trailer over 20 times. Me and Helmer had already seen the movie, but I had to deal with like seeing that trailer like 20 times. But the movie still has so many surprises, which I love. Because, you know, some strangers give away too much, but this movie showed a lot, but still left so much on the table. Not, no pun intended. This is a, a food movie, but it's incredible. And then as I showed Helmer, I had to go to Five Guys right afterwards, but I saw the times there. And lastly, I saw She Said, which, like, I was telling David, I wrote a, a review. Even if, even though I knew how the story ended, I knew that Harvey Weinstein, you know, like, the story went out, he got caught, all that stuff. Every time they had a setback, I was throwing my ass like, oh, my God, they're going to make it in time. Like, And that's to me just how you make a good investment, get a journalism film that even if you know the outcome, you you are still hooked and still like on the edge. That shows great filmmaking to me. Awesome. All right, Helmer, do you have anything? Or Yeah. So I didn't watch anything, I guess, uh, because I'd, uh, I, I was busy with school for a while. But recently I've got back on the saddle i uh i finished two show or i finished one show i finished 1899 which is the new netflix kind of the mm-hmm. netflix show all sat on a boat um really really good really really liked it it's i described it as kind of netflix's westworld nice and uh i if you like westworld specifically the first season i think you'll really really enjoy the show it's really it's not what you think it is it's re- it has a lot of interesting sci-fi elements and a lot of twisty stuff. There's so many layers underneath, and a lot of which I don't understand completely because the show is um, it, there's so much uh, there's so much in it, specifically with all the all the all the all the weird shit that goes on. For those who don't know what it's about, it's basically about um, it's set in 1899. Obviously, it's about a bunch of people on a boat, and then they there's they find another boat, a ghost ship, really called the Prometheus, and nobody is on it except for this one kid <laughs> in the boat. And uh, the show takes a lot of wild turns. It's definitely not what you think it is. It has a lot of, like, really big ideas, and I really enjoyed it. And then I also started Severance. I, I finished the first two episodes of it. With uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. And it's similar to 1899. I guess I was in the type of mood to watch something really thrilling and, you know, uh, kind of uh, big within its ideas and stuff like that. Um, and kind of weird modern sci-fi. And I really like it so far. It's really, really good, really smart, really witty. It's almost like a Black Mirror episode, but stretched into a series. Mm-hmm. Dave, have you seen? It? You're not. Uh, I, seen it? I saw the first episode, but I haven't. I haven't okay. gone back to it. It's yeah. 
it's gotten I'm, I'm really like i'm only two episodes in but in the cast is also tremendous adam scott's one of my most under underrated actors working today i really everything he's been in he's been amazing even if it's like something like Step Brothers, where he's more of a, like a like a caricature or something like Big Little Lies, where he plays someone more realistic. I, I really, really love him. And then uh, Christopher Walken and John Turturro are in it. And yeah, it's a great show. And then two new releases I saw. I saw Spirited with Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Will Ferrell. I absolutely hated it. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> it's going to be my top 10 worst of the year, which really? is not saying okay. much because I don't watch a lot of like the crap. I, re- I I like the first song in it and then everything else. I'm like, first of all, they're repeating the same songs like three or four times afterwards. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I really did like, I, I guess I'm maybe Ryan Reynolds gimmick has become dry for me because he didn't make me laugh once in this movie. I think, I think, I don't know. It just felt like he was playing himself in, in the commercials he does. <laughs> so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it was, I really did not uh, vibe with it. Unfortunately. And then I saw, I'm a little late on this. I think you guys have seen it. Vengeance with the, the B.J. Yeah. Novak movie. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he, really he, start, he started, I thought it was really, really good. I really liked it. It was a lot better than I thought it was. I, I'm surprised he hasn't directed and written more stuff because he's really, really talented. Uh, and the fact that he did all three, starred, wrote, and directed it, I'm really happy for him, especially because, you know, I'm an Office fan. Like, like I don't know about JC, but Dave. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And Aston Kutcher has a great performance in it. He, uh, it's, it's, it's He's glad deep. to see him back on the big screen. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I so, agree. Uh, uh, awesome. All right. So for me, I, a lot of TV catch up this week. Um, a lot of Taylor Sheridan catch up. Uh, I saw the first episode of Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone, which I yeah. absolutely loved. Yeah. I thought it was really, really fun. Um, saw the first episode, first two episodes of Yellowstone season five. Um, I mean, it doesn't disappoint. I, I absolutely adore that show. Uh, one day, Helmer will watch it. One day. I mean, with his I backdrop. Watch it, like, now. <laughs> I think it, after it, Severance, oh. that's the show I need to watch. With, Yellows- with, with Helmer's backdrop, I feel like he should be the number one Yellowstone fan right now. But uh... <laughs> Screenshot it so, because these, these people only hear audio. It's, you need to have this as the cover of the podcast. I just on the, took on, on the Instagram, and I just and I just took a screenshot so that people will see it this week. Um, yeah, so Yellowstone's continues to be awesome. I don't think there there's much room left in story, so I can see the show ending if not the next season, at least one or two more seasons. Um, I also saw um embargo finally lifting on Wednesday. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It feels it sets up. A Netflix knows Stranger Things is over and they may lose Cobra Kai. So this show kind of feels like we know this is coming to an end. Let's create a show that is going to bring old heads and young um, Jenna Ortega fans to Netflix. I absolutely think the show is getting a second season. Uh, Will certain people dislike it because it's very much YA? I can see that, but I personally loved all the aspects of it. Tim Burton, he, he directs five episodes i believe and it's very pulled back burton is not the over the top uh there are some burtonisms in it but it's not the traditional burtonism we're used to uh so i did really think it was a good show jenna ortega is phenomenal in the show she like i was telling jc off the line she can't do wrong i think she's had a great year um and i saw a lot of bad movies this week so (laughs) i decided to watch Every single Star Trek film ever released over the past week. The boot, my friend. Um, I want to. I'm Helmer, and I agree on this. We spoke off the line. I think Wrath of Khan is extremely overrated. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's great at all. Yeah. Uh, 
the first Star Trek movie is actually pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of colors, though. Lots. You enjoy colors, yeah. Lots of colors. Um, I'll go as far to say as the original Star Trek franchise is mostly bad. I would say Wrath of Khan. It's not great, but I think it's probably the best one. And when we go to the Patrick Stewart era, First Contact is pretty damn awesome. Um, as I saw Star Trek Generation, Insurrection, and Nemesis, then those are fine. But First Contact is really good. Um, I also saw Disenchanted, which was, um, well, it was Disenchanted. Does not have the charm <laughs> of the year. Does not have the charm of the, of the first one. Um, it's, they go in a very interesting direction, but it, it doesn't fully work for me. Amy Adams is doing the best she can, but her bad streak of movies continues. I took a look at her Wikipedia the other day. It's been a rough few years for her. Um, I rewatched Shutter Island this week because it's been a while. And, um, it's good. It's very good. Uh, also rewatch Catch Me If You Can, which is phenomenal. Still one of my favorite Spielberg. And I saw for the first time in a while, I saw The Aviator. Shout out to our boy Hunter. Um, I, it really hit me this time around. Mm. I thought it was really, really well done. Leo's fantastic. Uh, Kate Blanchett's phenomenal in it. Um, I saw The Wonder, which shout out to my boy JC, uh, for throwing me some love on my cinematic melatonin because, uh, it is quite boring. Uh, but Florence Pre- Florence Pugh is phenomenal in it. Uh, I saw I I love watching bad Netflix documentaries. So I saw this new one called Pepsi. Where's my jet? Uh, it's about this lawsuit from the '90s where uh Pepsi in 1995 put out a commercial where if you get seven billion seven million points, you win an air fighter jet, and they didn't put in their um in the fine wording. They didn't put that this was a joke. So someone actually got the 7 million points and they did not. Pepsi didn't give them a jet, obviously. So they sued them. And it's, it's, it's interesting. It's not great, but it's actually worth, uh, worth a watch just for, to see how crazy it is. It's three, four episodes or about 35, 40 minutes each. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I saw a, a Christmas story Christmas. Uh, so far I'm the only one from here that has seen it. Oh, I, uh, I saw that also. Sorry. I, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it's, Sorry to cut you off. I just forgot to put it on because I saw it yesterday. I haven't put a regular review, but that to me is like what I love about a legacy sequel, where it has enough callbacks, but it's not a complete rehash of what what came before. Like it has its own little story. Yeah, I I loved it. I understand. Right, I'm surprised it's actually over seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes because I thought I was just going to get <laughs> eviscerated. Um, I I liked it. I mean, I Helmer's a big Christmas Story fan too. I think he's going to love the callbacks to it. Uh, and like JC said, it's more of an original story rather than just rehashing the same thing, which is what I expected originally. And I left this for last. Um, oh wait, I also rewatched re- re- the menu. I took my wife to rewatch the menu, and um, yeah, I, I I cement what I said originally. This movie is one of the best movies of the year, like hands down. Uh, and I finally saw the Fablemans. It's cute. You didn't talk about that last episode on the podcast, or was no. it like right after you recorded it? It was right okay. after I recorded it. It took a long time. Yeah. It's cute. I liked it a lot. It's very good. Um, good beans. Hel- Helmer Helmer hyped it up to. I don't think expectations that I I, I didn't think it was going to reach those expectations that you. Set. <laughs> I remember I said it was in it was in my top ten of all time. You go, it's in my top five hundred or something. So you said something along the lines. Like, oh, it's in my like, top. Two. I'm like the fuck. <laughs> I think like every movie is in my top 500. I th- no, I think I said it's in my top 150, maybe. Okay, that's it's better than I expected. Like I right I now, mean, 
I did hype it up too much. Like, ob- I didn't expect, I should have told you, I didn't expect you to have it, obviously, as your top two, top three Spielberg, but, uh, and then, but you, you still enjoyed it. So that's oh, I loved it. You didn't, I- you didn't, you didn't cry. That's another thing. Yeah, I didn't cry uh, once. But I, didn't I mean, like, right now, I have E.T., Jurassic Park, Raiders, Jaws, and right now, it's like, fighting for fifth with schindler's list that's still good like top five that's still amazing like if it's fighting for with schindler's list that's still amazing yeah like i have no doubt like it's going to be a big player at the oscars Mm -hmm. i do think i I know jc saw he didn't mention it but i know he saw i think michelle williams is a little bit overrated in the movie i think she's good oh no dude she I feel like there are times in the movie, and I understand what she was trying to go for with the performance. I felt sometimes she was in a different movie than everyone else. <sighs> oh, wow. well, I mean, have you ever seen the Spielberg dog? Yes, I have. Like, I rewatched it after the movie, and the way those videos and people talk about their mom, she played it pretty accurately. Like, like seeing that dog after seeing the movie, you get a whole new perspective, like, that that video where she's dancing with the dress on, that mm-hmm. was even something that was in the documentary. I'm like, oh, like this is like I definitely recommend people watch it after seeing the movie because it makes it puts those those home videos in a different perspective when you see them like be be pretty much recreated in, in the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought she, I, I'm not gonna say she was wasn't good. I thought she was very good. I just I don't think she was best in show. I think Gabriel Labelle was best in show. I thought he was fantastic. And I I, I am gonna nitpick. Um, shout out to Spielberg now realizing that he casted a little boy with bright blue eyes and then Gabriel Abel has brown eyes, but it's okay. I, I, Helmer is shaking his head as I say this. Helmer's like, oh, I, I didn't notice that. The bad thing about you, that. Wait, about you noticed that. that too or you didn't? I, I didn't. I'm more mad that I didn't notice it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. One, the, one quick question I had for you. Yeah, is, what's up? Is that. Well, come come Oscar season when, and obviously we're expecting the Fablemans to be a top two, top three player. I agree. Um, do you expect, obviously, like predictions aside, do you feel like your feelings are going to float towards the Fablemans in terms of what you want to win, if, or what, what do you think? So right now, if Babylon is as divided as I expected, I mean, it looks like the reactions have kind of middled ground now because the New York reactions have been a lot better than the LA reactions. If that's not the win, the pl- I think it's going to get nominated, but if that's not the player to win, I am going to, that's my horse. It's going to be Fablemans this year. I, I mean, unless for in some wild world we live in, Top Gun, I, they're like, you know, we're going to give this random giant blockbuster best picture. I, I, I like Fablemans so much more than Top Gun, but if Top Gun won, I wouldn't be mad at all. I yeah. So it'd probably be that. And like, out of the ones that I think can win, because I don't think everything ever, I, it, it's like, we, and I think Helmer can agree. We're, we live in this bubble with social media and film Twitter and Instagram film like community that like they don't know like. And I think Helmer can agree, and JC could definitely agree to this. Like we're not Oscar voters. Everything ever all at once is going to be very very hard for old Oscar voters to be like, yeah, this is going to win Best Picture. I I think it's nominated, but I don't think it's going to. I think it's either between Fablemans, Women Talking, and. I mean, she said maybe. I don't know. But I, I feel like Fableman's Women Talking are like top two right now. And They're maybe like, Banshees oh. of Inishirin. In but I, the, go ahead. Sorry. Experts, they talked about it. Uh, when they were here in New York, that's where you, I believe you met them, Dave. But they were saying that they talked to older Oscar people and they said it straight up that they did not get everything everywhere all at once. It's a lot of movie. 
It's a yeah, lot it's a, of movie. Yeah, like we love it, but a lot of those Oscar older Oscar voters, it could probably it'll probably get nominated and that'll probably be his win because it'll be like, oh, something this original creative got nominated. Instead of with Top Gun, like Top Gun is gonna get nominated, it's gonna be a huge thing. Tom Cruise will finally get a fourth Oscar nomination after twenty one years. Yeah, I do but, think I do think though, like I agree with you. I do think uh, Babylon's still going to lead nominations. Oh, for sure. That's so I love. I love. That's the trailer. I don't get tired of rewatching every time we go to the movies. Yeah, like I, I see it on Wednesday, and I'm, I'm very excited for it. I mean, I love Damien Chazelle. I highly doubt I'm going to dislike the movie, but you know, I kind of love. I was telling JC off, and I think I said it in our group chat. I kind of love the divisiveness right now. I love Dang. that it's not completely loved or completely hated because I'm very curious on where I'm going to land. But to answer your question, Homer, like I do. You know, Fableman would be my my player, and I do think it's it's in for actor. I mean, I mean actress, um, picture director, screenplay, maybe production design, costumes, um, editing. editing. Uh, some of the editing in the movie is phenomenal. Um, score. I score. I I think it gets in, but I, I think I don't like the score yeah, to be yeah, honest. I agree. I agree. Well, I. I- I will say I don't like it, but I will say it's not one of Williams' more memorable scores. I think it's kind of bottom tier for him. I agree, hundred percent agree. Um, I wish Paul Dana would get nominated because I think even though his performance is subtle, it's very, very good. Good. Um, he could. It's it, supporting. supporting it's yeah, and then supporting, and then I think that's pretty much it. I mean, could level out like seven I, or eight. I Do you think there's still a chance that Michelle Williams? Uh, gets nominated for supporting instead of lead, despite yeah, the fact that they're. Yeah, I do. I do. Dude, do you think there's a better chance or no? Because I'm really I, hoping she gets nominated for supporting. So watching the watching the movie, I don't feel it's as category fraud. I can see yeah, where. Yeah. yeah now. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, like you saw it before me. So like when they announced it, I was like, because she, everyone had assumed she's supporting the whole season. When you saw it, everyone on all, all you guys saw it, I was like, okay, cool, she's gonna win supporting. Now that I saw the movie, like. I don't like it. I'd rather yeah. her have the easy win, but I don't hate the fact that she is in lead. Not like Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan is like a lead and she is going supporting. And like when you see the movie, you're going to be like, wow. Like that is, that is like, um, uh, Mahershala Ali in Green Book going supporting when he's technically a co lead. So yeah, it's, it's, Will be interesting. I mean, we only got one more movie to see after Babylon, and that's Avatar, and we'll see where that lands. Because I, I do have it at my number ten spot in picture right now, unfortunately. Um, anything else, JC? You want to add before we move on? No, no, just that. I right now I have it for three wins. I think it has a great chance of winning Best Picture, Original Screenplay, and um, and Director, Director because Spielberg hasn't won Director since '98. Tony Kushner has a uh, uh, Oscar, and you no, know, like he's one of the most respected writers in 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 any medium. He's a great playwright with Angels in America, and then Best Pictures, like you know, would, we know in that, that case, we, would go ahead, help Sorry me. to cut you off. In that case, would Spielberg win three Oscars? Yeah, I see. That's where I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I was gonna I was gonna chime in. If they win screenplay, it's not winning director. Because Ooh, Spielberg co-wrote. Bong Joon-ho, didn't Bong Joon-ho win all three for Parasite? He or? did. Yeah, he did. Okay, so there's a chance. There's so. a chance, but I can't see the way the Oscars have been splitting the love the last couple of years, especially post-COVID, like 2020, in 2020 and 2021. 
I can't see Spielberg winning director and screenplay. But we'll see. Number two for director. With with everything that I've, it's oh man, I'm probably going on a limb saying this, but Chazelle right now, right now. Oh okay. Yeah. Interesting. And then Sarah Polly probably gets in. I Have think you, she'll get. I think she probably she was adapted screenplay. Uh yeah, I can see her winning adapted screenplay. I do see Knives Out as a potential screenplay nominee that could upset because seems to be everyone loves the movie so far. Connor has it in his best picture predictions. Like he's, I, he's the only one I've seen who's had it like steady for I guess what is it like a month or two now since Tiff. So I, mean, I the first the first one almost got closed. It was pretty much like the tenth yeah. one. Yeah, it, right it, now. Right now, when I did my predictions at the beginning of the month, I have it at nine. So right now, I have Fablemans mm-hmm. at one, Babylon at two, but I'll probably move down. Everything, everywhere, all at once. No, Women Talking three, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once four, Top Gun five, Banshee six, She Said seven, Tar eight, Glass Onion nine, Avatar ten. Um, I okay. Tar is suspect because it's <laughs> very much one of those movies that we love. But the Oscars may not fully go for it, so maybe All Quiet of the Western Front can sneak in, which I would love because I adore that movie. Um, and like I, I put it in my in our Oscar pool. Elvis, be on the lookout for Elvis, man. Elvis is gonna get a lot of nominations, I think. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and yeah, and I don't see the whale getting a Best Picture nomination. The reviews are starting to drop on that, and interesting. Yeah, it's right now. It's currently sitting at. Uh, one second. Pulling it up as we speed. The whale is currently sitting at seventy-two percent, and that's even before most critics have seen it. Press screening start for that movie this week, so uh, we'll see yeah, more. Just that, as an acting thing, I, when you when I first saw that you had it in, in Best Picture, I was like, interesting, because I always just saw people just talk about him and um, Sadie and there's there, there's a core there's there's a there's a very strong correlation with actor and at least having a Best Picture nomination. If if Elvis gets into Best Picture, I think Austin Butler and the whale doesn't. Austin Butler, I think, is winning actor, not Brendan. Yeah, I think they're the last actor to win the Oscar without a Best Picture nomination was Jeff Bridges for Crazy Heart or whatever that movie's called, and that's because it was a it was a legacy, it was a career Oscar too. So yeah, but we'll see. We got time, plenty of time left. But yeah, let's jump into what we're here for today. Um. 1992 cinematic masterpiece, The Mighty Ducks. Uh, Helmer being here is a shock. I had no idea he liked this movie. <laughs> this seemed like this seemed like a this seemed like a half star Helmer special. Ah, uh, uh, yes, a quarter pounder. A quarter pounder, exactly. Um, but there's not because it's you know it's more of a cult classic. There's not much notes on it. I do have some production notes on it. Uh. The film was written by Steve Brill, who later sued for royalties for the movie. Um, Emilio Estevez was cast in 1991 after um, director... JC, you want to help me with the director name? Because I don't want to mispronounce it. Evan Herrick? Some shit that has like H-R-E-K. Sure. So Herrick was impressed with his performance in the Brat Pack film, so he was... um, cast in the role and the movie was actually filmed in minneapolis minnesota shout out to our buddy hunter uh who needs to take more interest in this movie uh the movie cost 14 million to make and had a box office of 50 million pretty d 
decent performance for 1992. Um, as we move on to the trophy room, and before we get our first thoughts on the movie, the film holds a lovely 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, only 30 reviews. Uh, the consensus reads, The Mighty Ducks has feel-good goals, but only scores a penalty shot for predictability. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, the, it's, There's so many people I could bring up that that sounds like. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Me, you thought the same thing. Um, although it's, I, I, I love cinema score because it does give a more of a what the casual goers. It actually has an A mm-hmm. cinema score. So people did love this movie. So I, I guess I'll start with JC. First time watching the movie. Um, well, I don't remember the first time, but you know, like actually, I, I was born the year this movie came out. But you know, like being, you know, being pretty much alive for eight years of the nineties, you know, like it was always on TV. This, the second one, and the third, they were on TV a lot. So I don't know the first time I saw it, but it was one of those movies I saw a lot growing up. Um. David knows this, but I actually prefer the second one over this one. But You're I still bananas. love the first very much. Bananas. But you know, it was you know, like being a '90s baby, which was just a movie that was always on. I loved it. You know, like I'm, 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 I'm a sports kid, so like I played a lot of sports with my friends. So it was something I related being part of. I mean, granted, when I was in joining sports league, that was more like in the early 2000s. But you know, it's a movie that I've always loved because, I mean, David went to my wedding, so he knows I have a group of friends. Since my childhood, and we're very close. Like you know, those are all the guys that I used to play sports with. So it's just a movie I resonated because as somebody that plays sports, it's just like that feel of being like in a pee wee or little league with your friends is just probably the best times of your life. Awesome, Helmer. How the hell did you come to see this movie? <laughs> yeah, I actually I think I echo everything that JC said in terms of how I uh, how I kind of grew up with the movie. Yeah, I, I grew up with it on VHS, so I would rewatch it every single day for like i basically because we had basically a tv in the kitchen and so i'd watch like some of it during breakfast some of it during lunch and then some of it during dinner and <laughs> uh, and i do that you know for however days it took to finish the movie and i loved it for the same reason jc said i played a ton of sports growing up uh i was like when i was growing up although i liked movies sports was definitely my thing like not so much anymore where they're only like specific sports that I'm into but back then like I was into everything and I played a bunch of stuff with my friends like JC said um like whether it was basketball uh soccer specifically uh tennis anything and I actually wanted to be a hockey goalie when I was a kid because I saw this movie um which is weird because basically does nothing in this movie but anyways um (laughs) uh yeah I I really really enjoy this movie since I was a kid it holds a special place in my heart so much so that I actually don't a score on letterbox when i log it because i'm like i don't know how to rate it because you know i it's so familiar to me that i don't really know how to rate it as like a movie in itself yes uh, so i came into this movie in 1992 when it came out so i was uh six at the time and yeah i kind of echo everything you guys have said i've been playing sports all my life and this movie shows in its adorable nostalgic ways the the meaning of teamwork and friendship that it took these friends coming together to beat the big bad hawks who never really were friends and they were just out for um <laughs> out for blood which we'll talk about some of these penalties that were uh misgiving during during uh during the championship game but no yeah i i've grown to love this movie it's it, it came around a time where we had angels in the outfield the mighty ducks the big green 
The Sandlot, all these Disney sports movies or Fox sports movies that came out throughout the time that, you know, they were aimed towards kids. And I don't think we get that anymore. I don't think there's a lot of sports movies that come out that are aimed towards children. And that, you know, that's a shame. But we still have all these movies to, you know, when I'm about to have a baby girl. I definitely will be showing her some of these movies. My girl will never be playing hockey, but um, she'll definitely be watching the Mighty Ducks. Uh, but yeah, I never played hockey in my life. I don't know how to skate, so I have a lot of I have a big appreciation for all for what hockey players do. Uh, but yeah, it, strangely, this movie was actually nominated in AFI's top ten sports films of all time in two thousand. Yeah, in two thousand eight. <laughs> And also in 2006, it was nominated for AFI's 100 Years, 100 Cheers. So, yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, now we get to the fun part where we either praise and rip this movie apart. Um, <laughs> what's age the best? I guess I'll kick it off because I have a lot here. Um, 90 sports movies. Childhood Nostalgia. The Mighty Ducks brand, since it's now an NHL Stanley Cup winning team. Uh, District hockey zoning violations. <laughs> um, the Triple Deke. Uh, Zuba pants. Shout out to Goldberg wearing Zubas, and Zubas are now a big thing. Do you know what Zubas are, Helmer? <laughs> I don't know. I was about to look it up. You should look it up idea. because Zuba. I wear Zubas when I go to sports events, and uh, it, it's be, it used to be a huge thing in the 90s, and now they are extremely popular again um just the overall i'm a big fan of sports jerseys and the looks of sports jerseys i love the hawks jerseys and i love the duck jerseys i think they're i'm literally wearing one right now um making helmer can attest to this as a big football fan making the playoffs with a record under 500 that's age of the best Especially when they had to forfeit the game before the the one that they had to get in. They make the I, I on my recent rewatch for the podcast. I they made the playoffs with two wins. <laughs> if we're going by Dave's fantasy football rules, they don't get it by a mile. No, not at all. <laughs> what a waste! Uh, you should rethink those rules then for some of us who might be. <laughs> no, not, that that's not happening. Um, the another thing that age well. Uh, Helmer and Helmer and I like a good villain, so this quote is fantastic. Oh it's, yeah, it's not worth winning if you can't win big. Gotta love that one. Um, flop. Well, I actually had that written in my notes. Oh, you too. I, I Great. Had that, yeah, yeah. Uh, flopping in sports has aged beautifully. Everyone does it now. Uh, team getting mo- good montages to the background of popular music that's mm. aged beautifully. Um, uh, and I don't know if you'll know this, Helmer, but you're a foodie. So maybe you will. JC, you definitely will know living in this area. Sarku, Japan, and malls. I don't, I'm, I'm lost. So Sarku, Japan is a very popular place here in Jersey and, and, and I believe in New York as well. It, and they're a chicken teriyaki spot. And they're in every okay. mall in New Jersey. It, they're, Interesting. And they're in a mall in, in, they're, they're mm-hmm. in the back, a backdrop of, of the Mall of America. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's what I have. JC, what do you got? Um, well, hold up. When they won the Stanley Cup, were they were they were they still owned by Disney? It was or the no? year. No, it was the year after this Disney sold them. Oh wow! Yeah, that so so I was talking because my wife was watching with me, and I was explaining to her how, how their NHL team. The year that Disney sold them, they changed their logo. That's, and the 
just to the Ducks. Yeah, now it's just the Anaheim Ducks. But now they're embracing the Disney brand because their throwback unis are the original Mighty Duck jerseys. I didn't know the Anaheim Ducks were still an NHL team. I yeah. They, yeah like, I, I don't I, pay attention to the sport, but I'm like, I know enough to realize, are they even relevant? Have they uh, been relevant for 20 years? They haven't won it. I don't think they've won a cup since 05, the year after they got sold. Um, Their logo is trash. Their main logo is just a duck foot. Rather than like that mean duck that was uh that originally was on on their jerseys, but yeah, what what do you got, JC? Um, well, as I said, the Mighty Ducks media franchise also because you know now that we have the TV show, mm-hmm. like being introduced to a whole new generation, like like um Geeky Boy, like he started he watched the trilogy because the show was was starting, and I'm pretty sure there was a lot of kids that you know that that are that growing up on Disney Plus were like, oh, was this show? They 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 probably searched it up on Disney Plus. They saw the three movies, so that's that's bringing it a whole new generation. And then I had Joshua Jackson because out of all the kids from this one, well, besides um, Fuller because he was in Daredevil, he has had probably one of the best careers post career for any child actor. Like Dawson's Creek, Fringe. He was on Doctor Death right now. He's going to be in the Fatal Attraction show. So wait, who? And that he looks great. He's married to Jody Turner Smith, who's one of the best, like, actors. The guy who plays Charlie. Oh, Joshua Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, pretty much that, because you pretty much nailed all the, all the other aged best up. Awesome. All right, what do you got, Helmer? So, aged best? Um, I would say, like you said, the entire teamwork dynamic. I feel like, I guess, Wee sports are still a big thing today. And I guess it's, I guess, I guess these during these times it's more about the parents and the kids but uh back <laughs> uh, back then and uh, i still think a lot of kids can relate to it in terms of um what you have to be teamwork wise in order to succeed in whatever whatever uh sport you're in whatever level so uh, i think that really aged well i think uh emilio estevez's character has aged well i think there's a lot because obviously you see a lot of characters like this in the 90s 2000s you know nice nice guys who become you know uh, specifically become lawyers because apparently lawyers are like the worst people ever. <laughs> and uh and uh you know they have to find themselves again but i think there's a lot more going on under the surface with his dad and everything with him you know um i think uh there's a line where riley's like you're not even a has-been you're never you're, you're uh, uh what is it you're not a has-been you're never was which is like, which is really, really dark, and uh, I feel like the character. There's a lot. There's a lot there that I really enjoy, and that uh, I haven't seen this. I've, I've seen the second one, but I haven't seen it in some time, so I don't remember it. And I haven't seen the show, the Disney Plus show. So maybe there's more to his character. But for this specific movie, I think there's a there's a lot to Coach Bombay that that still holds up really well. Awesome, and I'll start with you here, JC. So I don't take your 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 shine here. What's age the worst? I have a lot too. So. Um. Juicy Smollett. Oh, I have, I have Jesse Smollett. Yeah, yeah, I have him too. He's got his name um, down. <laughs> um, having somebody who got three DUIs coach work with with kids. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, like I'm like, no offense, like, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't give that as as a community service. I would make you like grab things from the road or something, trash from the road. What? I wouldn't have. You- <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> It'd take like two minutes. No, hey, New York, New York highways are long. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm having my first Um, and then Marky Mark's rap career. Ha! <laughs> Great, love that. 
Love that. That's great. Yeah, he was pretty much done with rap by the next year, and Good Vibration was such a big song. It was like, yeah, sorry, Marky Mark was a one-hit wonder. All right, that's great. Uh, Helmer, do you got anything here? Yeah, number one, 198 goals in a season. (laughs) 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 All right, I did the math in my head here. How many games did the Ducks play? How many games were in a season, like 10? It looks like like I think it was 13 games. 13 i was generous and said 20 and i was like that's an overestimate but let's say it's 20 in which case he would have to average about about over 10 goals a game (laughs) over 10 and that's very still low that's i didn't do the math right you would have to it's a lot more than 10 that's crazy Um, so when the dallas stars player says oh you know this guy in his his very in his very fun canadian accent when he said oh you know this guy was a back in the peewees he was you know something else and i'm like I thought about him like 198 goals, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> the of, like fucking. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I would have to get a prequel series in order to see how those 198 goals. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, they um, were the Minnesota North Stars back then, by the way, Elmer. They weren't the Dallas Stars yet. Dude, that's why I was, I was about to ask that too. I'm like, why the fuck did you go all the way to Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, bro. That's like I've been. I, I think I watched this movie when I was like eight years old. You solved a thirteen-year-old mystery, friend. Because even when I was younger, I was like, "Why would they go to Dallas and then for the for the playoffs?" I don't know. By the time but, uh, the third one came in, they do mention the, the the move and everything in the third one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, him going on a Greyhound bus that that has an age. Well, someone who took a Greyhound bus to Canada a couple months ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is not like that. That's I wish you, it was like that. Do you have but, mega buses in DC? Mega, me, me, no, mega, now mega, mega bus. <laughs> Probably a bit. Uh, mega. I don't know what that is. So me, me, maybe I don't. I don't so, take buses. So mega bus, I took uh once when I went to Boston for a Yankees Sox game, gotcha. and the best bus ride ever. It's two floors. Each seat has their own personal charger, okay, so gotcha. it's much better than a Greyhound. And then something. Last thing that doesn't age very well. The fact that all the Hawks kids basically look the same, all like white white kids, same haircut, and then of course the Ducks players. You have like it's just a wild group of players. Some fat, some that are white, some that it's like a whole, it's a whole thing down there. And uh, and it's like you have the Oreo line, which oh, I also had that. It gave me a good laugh. It gave me a good laugh at the same time. But the name, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. That that was on my list too. I would, I mean, I want to put it. Uh, I guess I can put this in the age the best and i forgot but like who's your favorite fat player from the team from the mighty ducks god that's gonna take me some time man <laughs> so for me it's carp Say, sorry go ahead carp is played by aaron schwartz who if you see him now he is shredded like shredded uh. to no end i met him uh, a couple of months ago and for any anyone that's listening i know jc has seen the show he also plays dorota's husband on gossip girl which um I do not remember that. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that he's the guy that Dorota marries on Gossip Girl. Yeah, the only thing I remember else seeing him was heavyweights. Yeah, but he's no. If you look at him now, he he's on Instagram at Aaron Schwartz. No, no, no I don't know how he looks now. I just don't remember the Gossip Girl thing. Yeah, he's a uh, cool dude, very cool dude. Uh but yeah, which age the worst for me? Okay, as someone that loves sports but has dealt with his favorite teams having bad coaches. What's up with a limo driver being an assistant coach during a championship hockey game? He's not the assistant coach. He's the cameraman. You saw him with that camera. He's, he's, he's assisting the team with the drinks and such. 
there's no reason that man needs to be on the bench, especially wearing a leather jacket like that tight. <sighs> the nineties. Um, the flying V. That pl- that plate never works in real life. It'll get broke. It'll go broke, broken up right away. When I was a kid, I always wondered why doesn't it work? Why don't teams do this more? It's I actually, if I, I, by the rules of hockey, I think that's actually offsides. Yeah, that's what I was. But because like the puck has to enter before, like the 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 line before anyone else does, right? I believe so. Yeah, the person leading the flying V has the puck. You can't have like someone else behind them. I think it, the way they pass it around, that yeah, something about that is illegal. Um. Driving a limo on an ice pond? <laughs> sure. Um, and I, I, I wear shirt and ties to work, so I'm a very big tie guy. But male 90s suit ties are the fucking worst. Gordon Bombay's ties during, during this movie is just awful. I hate 90s ties. Um, overprotective mothers. Uh, protective hockey. And dads. And dads. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because Adam <laughs> Banks. Time for this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, protective hockey gear and Pee Wee Hockey League. Before they got all that money, some of the stuff that they were wearing in that first game, I, a lot of those kids were probably ended up with concussions. Uh, a two minute penalty, and I mentioned I was gonna. I said I was gonna mention this before. A two minute penalty for nearly killing Adam Banks in the championship game. Not even a major penalty, a two-minute penalty. Um, Fulton's puck throwing the goalie and net backwards. And Helmer may not have known this, but in the theatrical version of this movie and the VHS, Queen is in uh, the movie. The songs are uh, for, uh, yeah, We Are the Champions I and We Will Rock You. Yes, I remember that. So yeah. them removing it from the Blu-ray, uh, that's age the worst. Alrighty. What re- song do they have instead? Um, I do like the song that they have at the end. Uh, it's winning it all by the outfield. But when they win yeah. the championship, it's um, it's just a score play. We are the cha- it's, we are the champions, right? Yeah, we are the champions. This play, yeah. Um, all right, great. So let's get to these awards here because um, JC and I discussed this off the line, and I think he's gonna give me flack for this one. The Joe Spinell that guy award. I went with my boy. Oh, I- Lee Smith, I, coach, I was, coach Riley of the of the Hawks. Why? Yes, I know yeah. he's been in my cousin Vinny. He's been in Lois and Clark, the Avengers of Superman. I've seen him in many things, but he is the guy from the Mighty Ducks. He is Coach Riley. When, when I when I see him, I think more of Perry, of Perry White. I guess he's the coach from the Hawks for me because that's the first <laughs> thing I saw him in, and it always stuck with me. Because I remember when I first saw Lois and Clark, I'm like, oh shit, the guy from. Uh, Coach Riley from the Hawks got a better career. Well, yeah, like in the nineties, maybe, but now we know him for so many things. Well, yeah, but he's always going to be the guy from the Hawks for me. Helmer, you shook your head in in in, in appreciation. Is that who you went I, with here? You know, if you don't make this shot, you don't let you don't just let me down. You let the entire team down. I I, I love Coach Riley. He's I I, I do uh, too. I. He's like he is the Bill Belichick of uh, Pee Wee Hockey. The I, fact that he's he's <laughs> lost twice in his entire career. In both those times he lost, he still made a second place. Coach Riley, retired. Thank you. Like like stop coaching. You proved enough, dude. You are like one of the best coaches of all time. I agree. Know? Nothing better. <laughs> yeah. Helmer and I love defending villains, and I gotta say, I can't really call him a villain because he gets the job done. He does. 
Winning is winning. Like Belichick cheated. He's st- he, they didn't take the rings away. He's still a champion. <laughs> Gordon Bombay tried to cheat. Are you going to take away his championship? Exactly. No, I think so. I have him for a different award. Who, Coach Riley? Yeah. All right, but who do you have here for for that guy? Uh, Jazz Jazz Acklin, the guy that played um Hans. Because when I see oh, Bogus yes. Journey or when I see the throw up in two, I'm like, oh, that's Hans from the first one. Okay. For the first See, that's how I feel with Lee Smith. Every time I see him somewhere. No, but like, like Lee Smith, I know his name. This guy had to Google it because I didn't even know. I just always said Hans from Thing. This one's going to be tough. So I'm, I'm, I'm oh, not going well, to. Go my, my back guy for a second? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, it's my not Lee guy? Smith? All right. Oh, it's not Lee Smith? It's not. Oh, it's okay. This has been my favorite character since I first saw the movie when I was a kid. Every single time I've seen the movie, I've connected to this character. I've been like, that is, that is me. That is the character I sympathize with the most. It is the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Banks. Oh, my God. He is so... First of all, he is so fucking good. He scores a hat trick, and I think it was either the uh, semifinal or the quarterfinal. He does. That's number one. Everybody's mean to him, despite the fact that he just wants to play hockey. He's a really, really good player. Uh, And then that... Like, imagine going from, like, the best team in the league, you know? All your friends are on that team. And then some bogus redistricting shit. And then all of a sudden, you're on the worst team (laughs) in the league. Bro, imagine if you go from, like, the Patriots and then you go all the way down to the Jets. Not this year, but, like, in, the, in years past. Dude, like, what he has to go through and then the way he adapts, continues to score. And uh, he's uh, him and Charlie are, like, best friends and, like, great players throughout the other two movies, right? They're good like, friends, they're the yeah. Who, like, yeah. 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 They're essentially, like, they're essentially, like, I don't know, like, Shaq and Kobe, MJ Dude, and Pippen. There we go. I do think he is the best player on the team by like not even yeah. close. But that's a good yeah. one. What do you got? Uh, what do you got for the next award? Which is uh, shout out to our boy Jack Renault. Him and I created this award together. The Al Martino Miscast Award. Uh, I where do you go, JC? I, I this is I, honestly, I I I went blank. I ha- I have nobody. Like we were talking about it. Like I think every kid is perfect. And then what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna. I'm 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 gonna recast Lee Smith. No, he's freaking. No way. Man. No way. Yeah, this is. I I literally have. I'm sorry. Like I, I just went. I give it a nobody here because I have. I have nobody. And I didn't want to just pick somebody who I didn't even feel was miscast. Yeah, I, I got. I actually. I just went with Mike. So, Mike Madano was one of the hockey players. This is. I kind of feel the same way. Mike Madano is one of the. North Star players. Maybe they could have gotten other really great hockey players from other teams or something like that. Maybe the away team with Gretzky's in the second one. So maybe they could have gotten like Mario Lemieux in this one. This is hard. Like I do agree. All the kids are perfect here. But uh, Helmer, do you have anybody? I mean, if I were to cherry pick, maybe Charlie's mom. Maybe she could be a bit younger. Yeah. Um, Maybe I could see it. Like. Like to if, make her more, like, less of, like, a, I don't know, cool like, it feels cool. like ma- she's too old for Emilio Estevez, who seems a bit younger by the end of the movie, and she seems, like, they Older. seem not really, I, I don't know, but that's just a cherry pick, I don't really Yeah, if maybe really- for me, if I had to pick someone, maybe the guy that plays Duckworth, Joseph Summer. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, but I'm trying to think of old men that we could get, maybe we could get. <laughs> Ronnie Cox. My, Michael Caine is Hans. Who? Michael Caine is Hans. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because he he was kind of slumpy. He wasn't. Remember, he was. That's what he was. That was a few years after Jaws, the Revenge. 
Al Pac- <laughs> he's a bit paycheck roles. I could have seen him do this. Al Pacino as Ducksworth. <laughs> Come on, do do it, David. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Come on, do it. No, I got no. I can't. I don't even know what line to use. He didn't even have a line in the movie that I remember. I when I was a kid, I thought Ronnie Cox because I watched RoboCop as, a lot as a kid. I thought for sure he was either uh, Coach Riley or Duckworth. And then I grew up. I'm like, Whatever oh shit, he's up. neither. He's not even in the movie. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that one was that one was tough. This one should be easy. The Deadless Shrimp Six Man of the Film Award, Best Supporting Player. It's it's I went with my boy Lee Smith again. He is. <laughs> That's the one that I gave him. Uh, what do you have anything different, Helmer? Um, I'm trying to think of. <laughs> it's hard. No kid, no, yeah. no kid. I think is a point better than him. I guess. Um, what's your name, Connie? I like. I I think she's she's a fun player. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet that's what you think. Dave, yeah, you know, she's so funny. Person. She didn't notice when I said Juicy Smolier. The fact that he doesn't come back for none of the sequels. But his brother know. does. <laughs> never mentioned, bro. It's not even the good brother. It's like he was. It was like he was Jose Canseco's twin brother, who was only there because who his brother was. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> for me, yeah, like I said, Lee Smith, he's just amazing. Uh, MVP of the film, Becky O'Shea, Icebox. I went like the entire Mighty Ducks team, the kids, and Emilio <laughs> Estevez, because I don't think the movie works without how good those kids are in the movie. Uh, and Emilio Estevez is uh pretty awesome slumming it i guess for estevez in that era compared to what is the stuff he did in the 80s but i thought he was phenomenal here uh jc what do you got i have a meal because like you know i'm pretty sure like when this movie was announced and everything like that, the fact that they got him to do a kids a disney kids movie was had to be big besides the fact that kids sports movies always make good money they're good family movies I'm pretty sure that him being the marquee name definitely got got it a lot of his 51 minute dollars. Let's say if I was like a 17, 18 year old, or even or even like a 25 year old man, I'm like, oh, you know, like I love that. You see what this kid movie he's doing? Yeah, for sure. What do you got, Helmer? Who's the MVP for you? Probably the Cardinals goalie for moving out of the way. No, I'm just kidding. That is that, that's, a, that's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, because or it, it was two goalies moved out of the way. It was the Cardinals one. <laughs> And then the Huskies, when they were planning to get in, that one was more vital because if they didn't score that goal, their season's over. Um, but I think I would have to go with Adam Banks again. I'm a big fan. I always have been. <laughs> Vince, despite the fact that the actor's last name uh, is also the last name of one of the worst characters in any sports uh, movie slash series, the actor's name is Vincent LaRusso. So he Very is good. my favorite. Yep. He's I don't... now he, he's my favorite. I guess uh, I guess Hollywood character or character or real person with the last name Larusso. I don't know so if you know it. this, JC, but Helmer and I have a very large disdain for Daniel Larusso. Daniel. Well, I didn't know about I didn't know about Helmer, but I'm, I know about you, pal. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel Larusso is the worst. He's so bad. I wish I could get into it right now, but Daniel Larusso is just like I don't know why. His wife married that man. Bro, he should have married. His wife should have married Adam Banks. Then that's what that that would have been much better. How about I, I'll top it? His wife should have married Terry Silver. <laughs> oh yes, yes. That you. That is a that is a very well done. Song. Yeah. Yes. Like, can you imagine the power? The kids that power couple would have. It wouldn't yeah, be not Lapisto and whatever the fuck her name is. Sam. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're getting strong kids. You know. 
JC, what are your thoughts on the the used car dealers, the LaRussos? What do you mean? Like, what do I think about that in LaRusso? What do you think about them? It's just, just say it. Just say it. You know what? You know how you feel. Well, you you know I'm a Johnny Lawrence guy. Good. That's all that. Yeah. He's always complaining, and then and then even if he's wrong, he always he always tries to put the blame on others. Very good. I I I love your answer. There we go. Um, And then peaks and valley. Um, all right. I have a few here. Is this the peak for hockey movies? I know Helmer's gonna say no because I know what his answer is. Slap shot, it's slap shot for him. So, in terms no, of no, I'm actually not huge on slap shot. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Jesus I, Christ. I need to rewatch it, but I'm not huge on he it. He says this because he's not in the Paul Newman room. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen. I've never. I've still never seen slap shot. Slap shot is really funny. I thought you really liked it. Maybe that's someone else. Your your boy Pacino was supposed to be in it, but he didn't know how to skate. Yeah, I heard about that. Pacino and Slapshot, man. I would have probably seen it already. Oh man, that would that would have been something. When you see the movie, you if you could picture Pacino in that, you you you're gonna be like, damn, I would have loved to have seen that. Like, I love hockey. I, I I think Peak is is the second one because when the Mighty Ducks team came out, they actually got that jersey from the from the sequel, not the first movie. Mm, true. Um, is this the peak for Disney sports movies? No. What do you think is it? Remember the Titans. Okay, yeah, I think that's my answer too. I was you could say Miracle, but I think it is Remember the Titans. Thunderstruck, Kevin Durant. No, I'm just kidding. Is that a Disney yeah. movie? <laughs> is that a Disney movie? I, I don't know. You seen uh, it? Wait, have you seen that? When I was a kid, yes. Is it? Is it as? I've never seen it. Is it? Is it bad? I don't know. I was a kid. I, I don't know. Like that main event movie that Netflix dropped for wrestling. Yeah, no, you know what that reminds? When I saw Thunderstruck came out, it reminds me of when Like Mike came out because I was like. A kid when that movie came out, and I remember watching that. I I used to watch the Mighty Ducks and then the Richard Linklater Bad News Bears. That was the other one. Both those movies I watched. All the Richard time. Linklater I, I, is the one that directed that awful remake. It's so good. Yeah, Billy Bob. I, I watched it more recently, a few years ago. I'm like, this still holds up. Like this nah. is a really underappreciated. Movie. Have you seen the original? No, no, I, have just, no I, I I watched some of it. I'm like, man, like they made the coach into like like a, like a really like like he's kind of scummy in the Billy Bob Thornton one, but it's Billy Bob Thornton. Best again. But yeah, the original he is yeah. pretty awful. Um, yeah. Is this the peak for limo drivers as assistant hockey coaches? Great. I'll check. I think so. Um. All right. That's all I got. What do you What do you got, JC? Every kid who's gonna come back for the sequel, then this was their peak. Yeah, that is true. Except Danny <laughs> Tamborelli, because he did oh, Pete, uh, and, Pete, and, Pete right? and Pete. Yeah, so I can't well, say. Yeah, well, well, the ones that actually had a lot of lines, he was just pretty much like because of the sister there. But like the kid that was the C before, the one, the one that, the one that um heard him with with Banks, the one with the with the hat backwards. I can't remember his name. Yes, yes. I gotta this say the the, the um. The Mighty Ducks have no height requirement to play on their team. <laughs> Foggy Nelson really did not. <laughs> he did not. Uh, he didn't grow any more from that movie. It looks like he's like the same height that he yeah. has since. Yeah, he just grew facial hair. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you got? Anything else you got, JC? You? Oh, no, pretty much. It was pretty much that. Just like this was the peak for almost any all the kids that didn't come back. And... All right. What do you? What do you um, got, Helmer? I'd like to bring up a character that I hate. 
Ooh, uh, yes, I, I love that. Character. Like Adam, this is like the opposite of Adam Banks. This is a character who I've hated since I watched it when I was a kid. I've hated this character ever since I've uh, every time I watched it. And then I rewatched recently for this, and I was like, yeah, I still hate him. Uh, it's Peter. Yes, I, I hate Peter. I hate, I, I, I hate Peter. Peter too. Yeah. He is first of all. Where the fuck is he on the ice? Is he even playing? Because I cannot remember. I cannot recall <laughs> he has, a single thing he does on the ice. He has one scene that I remember him playing in the championship game where he loses the puck and the Hawks score on a turnover. Terrific! Oh, <laughs> how could it get even better than that? A turnover machine. Russell Westbrook over here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, Peter that's is the oh, absolute worst. I, first of all, he sees that picture of Corden Bombay on the Hawks. He's, and he gets all pissy. And I'm like, the, shut the fuck up, kid. You don't know how to play the game, first of all. You're like two foot five. That's second. <laughs> you don't do anything on the ice. He talks like he bullies Charlie in the classroom when they're like, when they, before they start chanting, he's, you know, he's like, it's like, dude, this is a, like, like you're bullying one of the top three players on the team. Let's just calm down, dude. Um, and then his whole look as well. It's so cringy. It's so awful. He's trying way too hard. I, I hate him. He's like, he, it's almost like Tommy DeVito. If he, in Goodfellas, if he like, <laughs> saw when he was like a kid. Dude, I hate Peter. He's the worst. Does he come back for the sequels? No, he's not in it. He's not. Good, thank God. Oh. Maybe he's related to the limo driver because they both wear leather jackets. <laughs> yeah, except the limo's drive, limo driver's leather jacket is pretty nice. Oh, God. Oh, all right. And then Valley, I actually kept it like, simple here joshua jackson and eldon henson uh since eldon henson is foggy from daredevil now uh and he was also in a lot of 90s staples he was in she's all that as well idol has baby i fucking hate that movie i love that that movie movie is such hot garbage it is like the hot smelly shit that's left in your (laughs) fridge for like four days straight that movie is so bad what happened it would, it would, that would have been a perfect thing in that movie, given how nasty that shit is. Yeah, man, that movie is so bad. I hate. He was it. also the best friend in Butterfly Effect. He was in a lot of stuff from my childhood. Yeah, oh, I hated that. I'm okay with the Butterfly Effect. I haven't seen it in a while, but I do like. I probably movie. would hate it because that movie ends on such a depressing note. I, yeah. I'm, <clears> uh, <throat> wait, actually, no. I the deleted. The alternate ending is the bad ending. Did you have you seen the one with the alternate ending, Helmer? I hated but, it before the ending, so the ending was the, the alternate. That the one where he strangles himself. He strangled himself in his mother's. Oh, room. that would have been so much better. Uh, that's the is, is that the better one or the worse one? What is it? That's the that's the alternate ending where he kills himself. Damn so it! What's the original because I, I only remember that. seeing that one. Oh, I think. I forgot how the original one is to be the honest. The original one he doesn't get with the girl. He like walks past her in the city and she doesn't remember him. Oh, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I prefer the alter- alternate. Yeah, the there you go. You morbid fuckers. <laughs> more definitive than a cliche. Oh, he he doesn't say hi to her because she deserves a better life. How many movies have we seen that happen in? It's the I era, just, my friend. I just liked it more because he was an asshole. And, yeah, <laughs> that's just me. All right. Uh, what do you got, uh, JC? You got anything but the other two, the two guys I got? Oh, yeah. Joshua Jackson, just like when I said the age best, it's just like, like I said, he's never been really been in controversies. He's consistently had jobs from TV to TV. He's turned out to be a really, like, Dr. Duffy impressed me so much because I always thought, you know, I was like, he's a good actor, but I, I thought he was, he was like Emmy worthy in Dr. Duff. All right. And Helmer, what do you got? Wait, what is this award? Is uh, it... who, ha- who had the best career after this movie? 
Oh, I was about to say Sean Weiss because I thought it was performance wise. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say he had, but, to but it's good to see him back on his feet at all. I mean, he's clean now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Emilio Estevez, obviously, he hasn't had the best career. Obviously, I think he could be doing a lot more. I feel like he's actually, actually he... pretty underappreciated. Sorry. I would say his his prime was before this. Like when this award, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like who had a better career after the movie. Oh, okay, that's the thing. <laughs> it's slim pickings over here. It's a yeah. actually no. I will actually say, uh, okay, somebody who did. I, Stephen Brill directed Hubie Halloween. Oh yeah. my god, yes, baby Hubie! Oh my god, I yes. will definitely say Stephen it's, Brill. It's great to be in a room with tasteless men over here. <laughs> yes. Hubie Hive, so baby. bad. <laughs> God, I don't know what's worse. You guys are for his for his for his thing, and I told him I'm like, you and Jenny will not like it. I'm like, remember, I'm more I'm more leaning to Sandler. He, him, and his wife Watson. He like, bro, I don't know how the hell you went three out of five on this. This, this sucks. So... <laughs> you weren't gonna like it. I went half a star on it. It's so fucking terrible. <laughs> it's so fucking terrible. Like, and I only went half a star for June Squibb because she was actually pretty funny in that oh, movie. Baby. Yeah. Oh, um, one of the best. You were talking about slasher villains on your Chop Talk Horror podcast. Well, guess what? Well, you have one of the best ones there in June Squibb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as we, <laughs> let's move, let's finish off here. Um, so the sequels and just to show, uh, just quick run through on there. Um, I do like the second one. I actually do like all three of them. Have you seen all three of them, Helmer? I've I've seen the second one, but I vaguely remember it. So the the second one, I actually think so. The third one was a direct uh, VHS movie, but it had similar budget to the first two. But I think you'd appreciate the third one because uh, they all get scholarships to a high school, and they compete against the varsity. And Adam Banks gets chosen to be on varsity. Oh, that is a huge conflict of interest. I'm yeah. intrigued. Yeah, and then like, and Emilio's did it for like three minutes. Yeah, apparently he was filming another movie. That's why. So he has. Yeah, yeah. He has a total of 20 minutes. Yeah, so he has a total of 20, 20 minutes in the third one. So it's more Charlie. Joshua Jackson is the star of the third one. Um, and yeah, there's a whole conflict about Banksy being on the uh, on the varsity <laughs> team. But yeah, I figured you'd like so that. Back to rich I will. And then the second one is um, where they play Iceland in the the Goodwill Games. The Olympics one. Yeah. I li- like I said, I like all three of them. I can't. I mean. They're all around the same level of rating for me. I have a great time with all of them. Part two is because the Bash Brothers. Which I... A lot of illegal shit happens in part two, so... <laughs> oh, they go Cobra Kai. They go the Cobra Kai route. Seriously. Um, all right, so let's just... And on the show, I do like the show. I wish Amelia was still on it. Maybe there's a chance he comes back for season three. I've been watching season two. It's been okay. But they have not written Emilio Estevez out of the show yet. Like they said, Bombay is out doing something, so they didn't completely write him off in terms of like he did. He still maybe he's competing in the minors again. (laughs) (laughs) Not the way. (laughs) Um, JC, have you seen the show? I saw season one. I haven't seen season two yet. Yeah, it's it's it takes place during the summer after they went after like three episodes in, right? Uh, no, I think we're like five in already. Oh, okay, okay. I thought yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just a few weeks ago. Alrighty, and then let's end the show with some little fun facts about 
all three movies since mm-hmm. I highly doubt we'll ever do a podcast on the other two. Um, number one, just say Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned for the role of Charlie, but his parents wouldn't mm-hmm. let him do the movie, so the producers ended up casting Joshua Jackson. Different movie, maybe. I like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot. Yeah, but... same here. I mean, that would have been a great run. City Slickers, then Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, man. What better start for a kid's career? And I, he has, he's like so useless in City Slickers, but I do love City Slickers. Oh no, it just, it is a no, fun I thing. Like I, yeah, I think I, of you miss it. That's a bad Helmer take. There, City Slickers is I so not great. Like City Slickers. Have you seen the second one? Of course not. I won't, I... Oh come on, you, you, you gotta, you gotta dive into Curdy's gold. I don't know. Does it have an Oscar nominee for best support or Oscar winner for best supporting actor? I don't well, he think does so. come back. Do you want to know? <laughs> Do you want to know how they bring him back in the second one? Is he? A, oh, is he like a ghost? No, it's his twin. What's the was the most overused trope? It's his twin. Oh my yeah. god, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so bad. The second one is terrible. Uh, and anyone, you anytime you bring John Lovitz to a movie, you know your movie's gonna it's be like a miserable. Face- <laughs> Kirby for him. I thought he was in Hubie Halloween too, which is no, that says a, who John Lovitz. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure. He, like I'm, I obviously I don't know, but he's in all the Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean I can't remember, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he has a little scene. So bad, but anyway, uh, Charlie Sheen was actually offered the role of Gordon Bombay before turning it down. Then Emilio Estevez <laughs> took it. He might have drank for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, the (laughs) the original premise of the movie was much darker with very little comedy about an ex-NHL player turned alcoholic who seeks revenge on his old coach by coaching opposite him. The main idea stayed when Disney bought the rights to the movie, but elements change, such as Bombay is not a lawyer who never played in the NHL and who must do community service for a DUI, uh, including much more emphasis on comedy and downplaying the adult themes of revenge on your coach. Uh, uh, number four, when the Anaheim Mighty Ducks added as expansion team in the NHL, they were named after the movie. And uh, like I mentioned, in 2005, they dropped everything. This one would have been interesting. Uh, another ginormous, one of the greatest actors working today Audition and did not get the role for this movie. He is an Oscar winner as well. For what role? For Charlie Conway, Leonardo DiCaprio auditioned and did not get the role. Let me groin pains. I think that makes sense. Good enough. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Who's yeah. to say? Uh, I look next time. Juliet Lewis. I would like to have to with Hocus Pocus because I know he was like he was it was he was right there, but he turned it down for for Gilbert Grape, which obviously uh, was a obviously better choice. Yeah. Uh, Juliet Lewis tried out for the role of Connie, but lost out to Margaret Moreau. Um, Eldon Henson, who played obviously Fulton, and the guy that played Guy, Garrett Ratliff Henson, are actually brothers. I did not know that until I met Garrett at a con this past year, and he saw. Yeah, his... I found that out too, like a year ago. Did not know that. Actors considered for the role of Gordon Bombay after Charlie Sheen turned on the role and before Emilio took it were Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks, eh. Bill Murray, nope. oh no, and Michael J. Fox for, 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 for Lee Smith's role, yeah. Michael, Michael J. Fox. I think Michael J. Fox would have been a good one for the time. You think? Yeah. You can't. I can't see. You can't see anyone besides Emilio, obviously. Yeah. But he's Canadian. He loves hockey. Um. Next up, Iceland's uniforms in Part Two were meant to be the same colors of the Hawks in in, in the original movie. 
I know I know JC loved this guy, so I don't know how you feel about this guy, but Mark Maron filmed a cameo as an angry valet in Mighty Ducks Part Two, but the film the 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 scene was deleted. Well, what, did I say I love what happened? You said I love Mark Maron. Yeah, you're not a Mark Maron fan? Well, I mean, I like him in Glow, and I like when he says, lock the gates, and, and, and almost famous. Who's <laughs> Mark Maron? I don't even know who that is. He's a... That's, um, go ahead. Go ahead. He played um, De Niro's um, second hand in, in Joker, the guy, the guy that... Oh, yes. The, with the beard. Oh, he was in that for like two seconds, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, he, uh, only, he, said he only did that movie to work for... Oh, he's a comedian. Yeah. Uh, last three here. Joshua Jackson in later interviews admitted to having little to no interest in doing another Mighty Ducks movie and that he was ready to move on to more adult roles. He said oh, he used up. a lot of that attitude in his portrayal of Charlie Conway in part three as the script calls for Charlie to be more rebellious and moody. Oh, so yeah, he, he's a fucking dick in that one. Yeah, he's a straight up bitch. Uh, I can, I, you're going to hate him in that one, Helmer. Yeah, he's awful. Not Adam Banks, so what do I care? Uh, <laughs> Despite not uh, being given top billing, Emilio Estevez only appears as Gordon Bombay at the beginning, the middle, and the end of Mighty Ducks 3, as as JC mentioned. And according to some reports, Brandon Quinton, who who plays Jesse in the first two films, did not get along with Kenan Thompson. And that is the reason that he did not appear in the third movie. Kenan Thompson was in it? He's in the second and third one, yeah. He's the man. No, that's knuckle knuckle puck. And then finally that was like the questions I sent Homer with for the for the mock for the mock trivia match. Wait, there's a mock trivia match coming up? No, no, no. no I, if I could give uh, like questions for the match and he told me to come up with a mock one. Remember I I I, I Yeah, that I, I I remember that. I did not follow up with you on that. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like what what does he call it's the chop shop? The knuckle puck, baby. Um <laughs> And the last one, producer John Kerner had a much different story in mind when starting to develop the third and final film. The plot would have involved the Ducks returning to defend their Goodwill Games gold medal with the games being held in Europe this time and the Ducks eventually getting a rematch with Iceland, but in the semifinals rather than the finals. Prior to the game, the Ducks would be out to dinner when another rival team insults Goldberg, starting a fight, but the Iceland team, also in the same restaurant, comes to the Ducks' defense. According to Kermer, the Ducks would then lose the semifinal game to Iceland, mainly as a result of being physically outmatched. Bombay would then rally the team out of frustration at having lost to stay and help Iceland train for the championship game. That's so boring. <laughs> I guess it's different. It's different, sure. But I don't want to see the titular team like training another team. To win, the, to win at the end, yeah. He was quoted as saying the Ducks would lose. It would have been a really great way, an original way to go out. It's original. It's just not for me, I guess. Yeah, same here. But yeah, that wraps everything up for this week. Helmer, JC, thank you so much for being on this week. Next week, we will be covering the anniversary of one of the greatest Best Picture winners of all time, Casablanca. So that should be a fun one. I guess I'll have to rewatch that because I can listen. A half star classic. Excuse me? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. I know. Shout out to the bounce board. Uh, Elmer, do, do you, what do you want to plug before we get off? Um, so, yeah, League of Cinephiles. <coughs> sorry. Um, on Instagram, on YouTube. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, you can find me there. JC? Um, you guys can follow me on Mercury Movies on Instagram. I 
pretty much do a little bit of everything. I review movies, TV shows, post breaking news and trailers. Um, like David and Helm, I'm also part of the League of Cinephiles. A lot of fun stuff. We trivia, zombie apocalypse, all pretty much all type. Even I'm not in them, but cinema, cinema war matches where you know you could debate. It's all a lot of fun stuff. So definitely follow the channel. It's a great channel. Yep, uh, I I echo that sentiment. Uh, you can find me at realtalking.com. You can find me on Instagram at Real Talk and on Chop Talk. Uh, you can also find me as one half of the, the reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed duels champions with with my uh compadre hunter uh yep and until next week see you at the movies kids